Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we interview intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Today's podcast includes a throwback interview with one of our early guests. The Unpacking It radio show began in August 2012, and over the years, we've had the privilege of talking with players, coaches, entertainers, authors, and broadcasters, and throughout that time. Technology has improved, sound quality has as well, and and even though some of those early interviews are, are funny for me to listen to, I think they're some of our, our best guests, and, and, and they're still some of my, my favorite stories that we've heard on this show, and so that's why we want to continue to make these available to you and, and wanted to share today's interview with you. So I hope you'll enjoy today's podcast and and check out all of our current and past interviews from over the years. Also, be sure to sign up for the Unpack This email devotional blog on unpackingit.com. But let's jump right in. I hope you enjoy today's guest. He's an author, a hip-hop artist, one of my favorites. He's also a pastor, and he's written a new book called Rise, Get Up and Live in God's Great Story. He's also got a new album out called Rise as well. Trip Lee joins us now. Trip, how are you? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm I'm doing great and and really excited to to talk with you today. And and I guess just kind of my first question in in thinking about the the different areas that that you uh, work in in regards to a new book, uh, being a hip-hop artist, and also being a pastor, the writing that is a part of all three of those phases how is that similar and different in in regards to preparing for each? Oh man, they're, they're very very different processes. Uh, and you know, over time, when I wrote my first book, The Good Life, uh, which came out a few years ago, uh, I had done it right after I finished uh, the album by the same title. And writing the book takes just an entirely different kind of discipline than writing music, um, or even writing a, a sermon. You know, sermon is more like a you know, for you, me, I usually do it within the course of a week. A book takes a different kind of discipline to sit and to write for hours every single day. And uh, sometimes I wonder, wow, how in the world did I actually get to the end of these processes? But wow. I'm really grateful to God for them, and I also get to see them impact people in really different ways, which is really cool. So I get to impact one way with music, one way with sermons, one way with books. Uh, and I and I would love to continue to do all of those. No, it's very neat to to be able to have all those different skill sets. What about for you personally? Uh, of those kind of three areas, what are you most influenced by? Oh man, that's really hard. Um, yeah, I'd have to say equally all three of them. Yeah. You know, I fell in love with music before I fell in love with Jesus. So I wasn't really listening to sermons, and it wasn't really until I fell in love with Jesus that I actually had any desire to read books. So music for a longer period of my time uh, of my life has influenced me. Uh, but man, books have been so huge in my life and sitting under good preaching has been so huge in my life that really the ways they've impacted me has been the motivation for me trying to use them to impact other people because I've seen how they can grip a life, how they can change a heart. I've seen God do it in me, and so I want to serve other people in those uh, same way. Absolutely. Trip Lee is our guest here on Unpacking It, and and you mentioned uh, just reading and, and John Piper writing the foreword uh, for you. I know he's had an impact on my life as well, so uh, cool to, to see the, the connection that, that you two have. And and then also in, in looking at the, this new book called Rise, 
Um, Steph Curry and from from the Golden State Warriors, NBA star, as well as Justin Forsett from the Baltimore Ravens, uh, wrote a, a recommendation for this book. Tell me about your connection to uh, maybe athletes in, in different sports and, and kind of that, that connection that you have with them. Man, it's really cool how it happens because, um, yeah, I mean, music is such a huge thing uh, in sports often. You know I mean? Guys listen to music in the locker rooms. Guys listen to music to get ready for games. Guys yep. listen to music when they walk out to the plate. And baseball, I mean, music is a huge part of sports. So it's been really cool to see over the years how different athletes at different levels are really connected uh, with the music. Um, and, you know, I always get I always get surprised. You know, I'll get surprised sometimes. See an athlete tweet, hey, listen to this new Triple E, or uh, to connect with somebody like, hey, my man Blah Blah is, is really in love with your music. And the connections with a Steph Curry or Justin Forsett or Jeremy Lin, those are things that have just kind of happened over the years where I've found out some way they've been encouraged by the music and we've been able to connect. Uh, and there's kind of a unique connection between hip hop and sports often where. A lot of times, athletes want to rap, and rappers want to be athletes. But I know I can't <laughs> uh, play any sports. I would never even uh, I would never even try to try to do that. But I'm I'm grateful for that connection. There, it's cool. No, that's great. Well, so growing up, did you play sports, or you're kind of ripping on yourself in in regards to your athleticism? But but where do you come out on that? <laughs> well, I think I'm I'm naturally athletic. But when I was so I played sports a lot when I was a little kid. But when I got to high school. I really, uh, I still love sports. In terms of what I wanted to do, all my passion started going towards music. Yeah. And so all my, you know, much to my dad, my my dad was counting on the fact that I was going to go to college, you going to get a sports scholarship because I was naturally athletic. But music <laughs> started to grab all of my attention in high school. I, you know, being that I'm 5'8", 165, <laughs> I think that's probably a good choice for me. That's how it was for me with radio, so I, I can relate to that. We're, we're talking with uh, Trip Lee here on Unpacking It, his new book, Rise, and he also has an album out, Rise, as well. He's a hip-hop artist, and, and Steph Curry said this about the book. He said, a book that will light a fire under a generation that's taught to take the easy way out. And, and so in, in talking about Steph Curry, just from your perspective as, as a, a fan and, and somewhat of a, a friend of his, what have you thought about just the season that he's had? We're at the All-Star break and, and really his emergence as a big-time star in the NBA. Man, it is so cool to watch. You know, I've been a fan of Steph for a long time, uh, which is why it was cool. And I found out he liked my music. And, you know, we've kind of built a, a friendship over the years. But, yeah. you know, I, I always knew he was a man. I've always been a fan. And it's been so cool to watch his game grow in the past few years, and it's been cool to watch everybody catch up and see what an incredible player he is. And, it, man, he's uh, so much fun to watch. I mean, I can't think of anybody I'd rather watch than Steph. Yep. Uh, he's just so exciting to shoot the ball from anywhere, unguardable because he can get it up at any second before you can respond. Uh, and he's a great point guard. So I, I love watching Steph, and, and I'm glad everybody's kind of catching on. A couple of years ago, I was mad on his behalf that he that he wasn't selected to the All Star team. But it seems like people have caught up in the last few years, and you can't deny it. Cause how they that's right, and now he, he's the he got the most votes to to be an All Star starter. So, um, a very cool story with the the rise of him, and and also I'm, I'm curious, just kind of your perspective on this because you're a a great rapper, period. But you're also very open about your faith, and that's that's what you sing about. And, and Steph Curry, a, a guy who is very open about his faith as well, doesn't shy away from it. 
What what are just some of those similarities in you know just being in the spotlight and and wanting to be great at what you do, uh, but also not wanting to shy away from who you are in Christ and 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 what you want to represent. Yeah, I think one of the similarities between uh, the music industry and professional sports is that it can often be a very dark environment. And so Mm. it can often be very hard to think through how to follow God yourself and how to be a light in those environments, you know. So hip-hop is not known for its love for God. And, you know, in similar fashion, you know, professional sports is not known for being – you know, this place where everybody loves God and everybody's encouraging each other to follow God. And so one connection I often have with these athletes is just conversations about what it means to try to be faithful to God uh, in an industry, in an environment where it seems like everybody's pushing in the opposite direction, where you have that fame and notoriety that can encourage pride, where you do have the opposite sex throwing themselves at you sometimes, where you do have people trying to push you uh, to fight for your name above everything else. And so there are a lot of similarities there. So I think it's uh, a lot more difficult for those guys in professional sports. Uh, and so there is kind of a unique connection and encouragement that we can offer to one another. Trip Lee is our guest here on Unpacking It. He's an author, a pastor, as well as a hip-hop artist, and his new book is called Rise, Get Up, and Live in God's Great Story. And and also in, in comparing just the, the sports culture and and the the hip-hop culture they're they're very much linked especially in the nba maybe even more than any other sport but but i'm curious just with with you desiring to be a leader and being a a voice into the the culture and using your platform in in that way um how do you speak toward the 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 culture that looks at the nba and and hip-hop and wants to emulate it whether it's you know the the younger generation that that is you know kind of chasing after oh I want to be a rapper I want to be in the NBA and and they're they're maybe chasing the the wrong sides of it but then there are guys like you and Steph Curry that are able to uh, to be those leaders so I guess how how do you how do you handle that view that and and look at the culture as a whole? Well, well, for one, it makes me very grateful when there are guys who are who are in positions of influence and they use that influence really well. They use that influence to be men of integrity, use that influence to do what they do with excellence. Uh, but also, you know, I think I think a lot of stuff is overrated. You know, I think there are great things about being an artist or an athlete, but there are also things that are a lot harder than your average person's life. And so mm-hmm. whenever I'm talking to people, especially who want to be artists, um, I really encourage them not to over-glamorize uh, uh, being in the spotlight. Uh, not to over-glamorize the position that anybody else is in because there are going to be good things and hard things that come with it. So I always want to encourage people, wherever God does have you, whatever you are doing, try to do that with excellence. Uh, Try to do that in a way that honors God. If God opens up doors for other things, then great. Uh, But beyond that, don't glamorize anything to the point where you feel like your value could be found there. That's the ultimate place that anybody could be. Man, no, that's that's powerful. Very very good stuff from Trip Lee, and 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 I guess that that kind of peeks into a little bit of your your heart. Um, but but what what is the heart behind your new book, Rise? What what really uh, drove you to to write this and and focus on on what you did focus on uh, in this book? Yeah, well, I I was really driven by what I see culture saying to young people. You know, saying to young people that basically while we're young. The only thing we're supposed to do is just kind of party and have fun and kind of wait till later to get serious about life. 
But I wanted to say, hey, God made everything for a reason, including us. And God nowhere tells us, hey, just wait until you're 30 or 40, 50 to really start to live life. I wanted to say, no, God made us for a reason. Let's play our role in this story even while we're young. Uh, so I really try to, to write a book that would connect with the younger generation, uh, encouraging them to live life the way we were made to live it right now. Amen. No, that that that's that's encouraging because man, it's so true. That's that's the mindset. It really is. It's living in in the in the now and and just doing whatever feels good and all that. So yeah. uh, to to be able to have that perspective is, is huge. And and you're somebody that that really got into the the hip hop industry at a young age and and so maybe kind of give us a little bit of uh, of background in that regard as far as you know you were uh, you're you still are you're a young leader. And, and having that type of perspective, what, what has, has grounded you and given you that perspective to have at, at this point being only, uh, what, 27 years old? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, um, yeah, I did. I signed a record deal while I was in high school, and so I've been doing this. Um, even though I'm very young, I've been doing it for a long time. Um, and I think really what's grounded me uh, and helped me kind of hold on to that perspective Um there's been a few things. I mean, one of them has been staying in God's word because there's so many things everywhere I look around in culture that are going to tell me lies about who I am, what I'm supposed to be doing, what the best thing in life is. And so it's helpful for me to stay in God's word. So, for instance, I can easily start to get motivated by money. Like, oh, man, let me just try to put out another record because I want to make money. Let me go on the road with this person so I can make more money. Mm. Let me stop talking about this so I can make more money. But then I can look at Scripture where Solomon says, hey, he who, he who loves money will never be satisfied by it. Oh, that's good because that sobers me. That reminds me. I could make my entire life about money, but even then I'll never be satisfied. If I made a million, I'd want two million. Then I'd want six million. Then I'd mm. want three. I can never be satisfied by it. So one thing that's kept me grounded has really been God's word. Uh, another thing has been people around me who helped me to keep uh, the right perspective. I, I don't need to always be around people who think I'm amazing and want my picture and want an autograph for me. It's helpful for me to be around people who know the good and the bad. It can help me to continue to grow uh, as a man and as a follower of God. Ah, that's so good. The people, the people that you surround yourself with, it's it's huge, especially ones that uh, that keep you humble and say it like it is. I'm, I'm right there with you on that. Trip Lee is our guest here on Unpacking It. Hip-hop artist, a guy I've been listening to for a while and, and really cool catching up with him uh, with his new book coming out, uh, Rise. Just a couple quick questions as we, uh, as we wrap things up. Um, just from a, a sports perspective, who, who are your favorite teams? Who'd you grow up following? And, and I know you've got individual players that you're friends with, but what about just teams that you keep up with? Yeah, I grew up in Dallas, Texas, so I'm all Dallas team. All right. So I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm a Texas Rangers fan. Oh. Those are those are my kind of favorite teams in, in each of those sports. Uh, but then, you know, I also have, you know, favorite favorite players I follow. But growing up, I loved the Mavericks. I loved Jason Kidd. He was my favorite player. So that's why I was so happy when he came back, finally helped me get a championship. Loved Dirk. Went for a jump. Loved, I mean, and the Cowboys um, was obviously very heartbroken by the way our season ended. Oof. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I'm a, I'm all Dallas teams. But they're players I love. NBA is my favorite sport. I love watching Steph Curry. I love watching LeBron James. I love watching great players do what they do. 
But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm pulling for the Mavs. Oh, uh, all right. Well, I tell you what, I'm actually kind of on that Mavs bandwagon this year with that Rondo trade, adding Chandler Parsons. I, I kind of like their chances in the playoffs. How, how confident are you in kind of this team that they have this year? Well, this is the first time in a long time I felt really good about the moves that that the uh, that the team made. You know, after the championship team got blown up, I was mad at the whole organization <laughs> for several years. But man, I think they made great decisions to bring Chandler and Bray back. I think Rondo is a great addition. Monte Ellis, I think, looks better than he has his whole career. He feels like more of a team player than ever. I think. Uh, and Chandler Park, I think we have a great team. I think a great way to kind of build around Dirk for the last years we got with him. So I, I feel good about our chances. The West is obviously impossibly hard, Oof. but I feel good. Loaded. Well, no, you're you're right because Dirk, obviously, toward the end of his career, they're not relying on him as much. So with with these other key guys it, it definitely helps and then you have the experience leadership of him so i'm uh no i'm feeling pretty good about the Mavs. plus i'm a big mark cuban fan love the show shark yeah. tank so i, I kind of find myself <laughs> ru- ru- ruined for him too yeah yeah so uh well and then uh, just real quick what about the the cowboys uh bouncing back next year kind of after that that heartbreaking loss to to green bay well, I think the first thing we got to do is just make sure that our, our three come back. We got to get DeMarco Murray back. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's so key to what we were able to do this year. I mean, I think that was one of the biggest shifts. And, you know, I was proud of Tony Romo this year. People always hate on Tony Romo, you know, because he's had little uh, playoff success. But he was very consistently good this year. And uh, I, I feel good, again, if we can keep this team together. I feel good about it. And lest I speak too highly – you know, my growing up, my favorite Cowboys. I love seeing Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Emmitt Smith. I think if we can keep these three together, it could be another era like that. I, I, th- I think you're right. I'm a big uh, Des Bryant fan. He's, he's been on my fantasy team a couple of years, so uh, I'd like to see him stick around as well. So hopefully they work yeah. that work that all out. But man, Trip, it's it's been great to uh, to talk with you. Appreciate what you're doing uh, with your music. I'm a big fan. Can't wait to read your book. The new book's called Rise. And, uh, and keep up the great work, and, and we'll have to do this again. All right, thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed this classic interview here on the Unpacking It podcast and encourage you to check out some of our recent interviews as well as all the classic interviews that we have available to you on unpackingit.com or in iTunes. Just search Unpacking It. And wherever you uh, listen to the podcast, I, I hope you'll be willing to leave uh, a comment and, and a review and, and offer some feedback that especially helps in iTunes. And if you ever want to uh, offer up some some thoughts, uh, you can email me personally, Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E, at unpackingit.com. Also, be sure to check out our weekday email devotional blog. You can sign up for free on unpackingit.com. And if you feel led to support Unpacking It Ministries financially, we would greatly appreciate your monthly support. Even as little as $5 a month would just be a, a huge blessing to our ministry so that we can continue to encourage, challenge, and inspire sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. Thanks for all of your support. Thanks for listening today. And we'll talk to you next time on the Unpacking It Podcast.